0: How I Fixed My Relationship With Food, Mostly Food isn't just important to life, it is essential. It is the common thread that connects all of us. From homemade meals, to corner side food carts, to fine dining, food is everywhere. Developing a healthy relationship with food is key to a long and happy life. When I was growing up, I didn't appreciate the role that food played in my life. Eating was something that I simply had to do. The pinnacle of my relationship with food was cookie time. From the ages of 10 to 18, sometime between the hours of 3 to 4, and then again between 8 and 9 at night, I would have cookie time. It was a consistent ritual in my life during that period. I would pour myself a glass of milk, 2% of course, and then grab exactly 6 cookies. The type of cookies changed, but Chips Ahoy and Oreos were regulars. I was most particular about the dunking method. I required a full dunk, and I had various methods to ensure the whole cookie became soft, especially with the Oreos. Despite my astronomical intake of cookies daily, I grew up as a skinny kid in both label and actuality. I was frequently told that I must have a fast metabolism. For a long time, I believed I could eat whatever I wanted without consequence. The origin story. My bad habits around food started young. I was generally picky and often preferred my food to be plain. I didn't like to explore new foods and so my diet was like a good Beatles album on constant repeat. There was almost no diversity in what I ate. This was further exacerbated by the fact that my mother was diagnosed with celiac disease when I was around 10. This was before it was cool to go gluten-free. Even finding gluten-free food was difficult and much less accessible than it is today. That meant that most of the time, our dinners were gluten-free. As a result, we frequently had the same meals again and again. One of my most frequent meals, if you can call it a meal, was cereal. As a quick aside, it is astounding to me that Americans have normalized processed cereal as an appropriate meal to start the day, especially for children. It is disconcerting to walk down an entire aisle in the grocery store that is a shrine to cereal. The branding is geared toward children. Knowing what I know now, I can't think of a worse nutritional source to wake up to. When I got to high school, sometimes even cereal fell by the wayside. Between poor sleeping habits and a lack of desire, I was frequently rushing to make it to school on time. Breakfast became optional. Sometimes it was no more than a glass of instant chocolate milk that was branded as a breakfast replacement. At the same time, lunch at school became more about socializing than eating. I frequently wouldn't eat until I got back home from school. Depending on what sports and activities I had going on, this often meant that I wouldn't eat any substantial food until 2 or 3 in the afternoon. That substantial food was often processed garbage, like Hot Pockets. Eating to live. I didn't know I had unhealthy eating habits. Because I was skinny, I thought I had a pass. People often called me lucky because they thought I could eat whatever I wanted without repercussions. And I ate whatever I wanted. The repercussions were simply more subtle than becoming obese. At that time, food was simply fuel. It was a nuisance to have to think about it, and so I rarely did. I ate to live. I didn't live to eat. It wasn't until I became an adult that I recognized I lose my appetite when I'm stressed. When I was growing up, I didn't even think about stress. I felt hungry when I didn't eat, but it always felt less important than other things. I didn't realize it was the result of real imbalances going on in my body due to stress. This recognition was a turning point in my relationship with food, but it didn't happen for a long time. It came well after I finally learned to love food living to eat my first awakening with food came in college a friend was incessant that he had found the greatest indian restaurant he had ever tried he eventually convinced a cohort of us to join him i had never had indian food or anything remotely like it but i followed along as the group went there The place reeked of authenticity. Literally, the smell of the spices had long seeped into the wood and carpet. He encouraged us to order the chicken tikka masala, medium with naan. I will never forget that first bite. It was revelatory. In that single bite, my view of food transformed. Food was no longer just fuel. It was no longer about being good enough. Food became enjoyable. I began seeking out good food. Trying new restaurants became a hobby. As I became more cognizant of food, I tried to eat more healthy foods. As a student, I bought frozen meals from a brand called Bird's Eye. I cooked them on the stove, and they all contained vegetables. It was a massive upgrade from yet another bowl of Cocoa Dinobites. I also cut out cookie time, partly because it was an expensive habit to maintain for a college student. These were my first baby steps toward riding the ship of my sinking diet. Relearning to eat. My bad habits around food did not disappear overnight. An important turning point came at the beginning of COVID. Before the lockdown, I had lost a concerning amount of weight. It was a very stressful time of my life, and I had unconsciously resorted to eating less. We had just moved across the country, I had started a new job, and my partner was expecting our second child. And then the stressful time of COVID came. I was shocked one day when I hopped on a scale and saw I was the skinniest I had ever been as an adult. It was a real wake-up call. I realized I couldn't just seek out good food. I needed to form healthy eating habits as well. I needed to change my relationship with food. I started with research. I came across an article that forever altered how I viewed myself as a skinny person. The author had once been skinny too. He expressed how he had always believed he just had a fast metabolism. But then he learned a life-altering truth. He learned that weight was simply a numbers game. More calories meant more weight. Fewer calories meant less weight. Sure, metabolism can affect it, but at the end of the day, he just wasn't eating enough. It was the first time in my life that I honestly looked at myself and considered that I just wasn't eating enough. No genetics, no metabolism, no pickiness, just my own, if subconscious, choices. I began to take full accountability for my relationship with food. My first step was to download a calorie counter. As a skinny guy, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would need to count calories, but that first day of tracking what I ate was a rude awakening. I was over 600 calories short of the recommended amount to sustain my weight at my height. I was eating a diet that was more in line with what my partner, who is almost a foot shorter, needed in a day. Turns out that being tall means you need to eat a lot more, and so I started eating all the time. I ate pumpkin seeds by the cup. I drank gainer shakes. I started increasing my portions at mealtime. I ate protein bowls at night. It required a 24-7 focus over the course of many months to start putting back on weight. It was extremely uncomfortable and often inconvenient, but I felt I had hit rock bottom and needed to establish a baseline. To ensure I was putting on healthy weight, I started regularly exercising and running. This meant I had to eat even more. One of the best decisions we ever made was ordering a box of HelloFresh. With so much focus on food, I needed to improve the quality of my food, not just the quantity. HelloFresh introduced us to so many delicious and healthy meals, Most importantly, it was when we finally learned to cook. Learning to cook elevated my relationship with food by another step. I started to try new foods and new combinations I never would have before. Maintaining a healthy relationship with food. I'm still a skinny guy, but I'm much less skinny than I was. I'm now a healthy weight for my height. I still want to put on more weight in the coming years, but it will be a marathon not a sprint i still get stressed out and without realizing it start to eat less but now i recognize it and get back on the horse faster where once i started my days with cereal now i start them with oatmeal cookie time has been replaced with larger portions during mealtimes i don't drink gainer shakes anymore but i still have my nightly protein bowl I cook multiple times a week, and I enjoy it. Our fridge is full of mostly produce these days. I've learned to love eating fresh ingredients. I don't count calories these days, but my body now knows how much it needs for the day. I've changed my relationship with food in a way that will hopefully sustain a long and happy life.